Praise 106.5, good morning. We have a special guest in the studio this morning. I have the privilege of calling him my friend and my ski buddy. You might have remembered one of my ski days I mentioned I was skiing with Marcus Brotherton, the famous author, and I actually have him in the studio now. So excited to have you here, Marcus. Welcome. Uh, Greg, it's great to be here <laughs> after an introduction like that. I can hardly wait to hear what I'm going to say. <laughs> Well, you've worked with uh, Gary Sinise, Oscar-nominated actor, Pastor Louis Giglio, the elite soldiers of the Band of Brothers miniseries, written the stories of professional athletes, multiple war heroes, and been a multiple New York Times and national bestseller. But what's really amazing is that you actually get to be in the Praise studio this morning. Probably a highlight of your career, right? It's the highlight of my life. <laughs> Other than getting to ski well, together. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We had probably the most epic snow day last year, and we're trying to relive that at some point. But what did we say? Top five in all our life? Top three. Okay, yeah. So to get another day like that would be, uh, that'd be pretty impressive. Someday, we'll just have to ski more often to make that happen. That sounds good. <laughs> Well, I've been looking for a good excuse to get you in here in the studio to talk about your books, many of which are about war heroes. And of course, it's Memorial Day weekend in the States, but you're actually from BC. That's right. I actually was born in Canada, grew up in Canada. My uh, my father is Canadian, my mother is American, so I have dual citizenship and came mm-hmm. across the line uh, to go to university in the United States and I've stayed ever since. And we met around that time, around our college age years, and then you went into ministry and then went into journalism. And now here you are, a best-selling author with a brand new book, A Bright and Blinding Sun. Tell us a little bit about that book. Yeah, Greg, it, it was really an education for me, and I had to I had to learn that freedom isn't free, that there yeah. really is a price for freedom. Uh, this book, it's a true story. It's about an underage veteran uh, named Joe Johnson. He was 14 years old. Uh, he, he fibbed about his age to escape a difficult home life in Memphis and succeeded in joining the Army right before Pearl Harbor. Uh, got sent to the to the Philippines and Pearl Harbor hit and then the Philippines was attacked uh, 10 hours later. And so this young teenager was thrust into this horrific battle. He fought until May of 1942 when the surrender came and General Wainwright surrendered the troops. And then he was a prisoner of war for the rest of World War II. Wow. Really came of age uh, in, in these prisoner of war camps. It's a fascinating story. So 14 years old, he's a POW. 14 years old. Wow. And it's a story of redemption as well as grace at the same time, right? It is. Uh, the, the fascinating thing about Joe's life from a faith-based perspective is that uh, he did survive the war, came back uh, to, to the States after the war was over, uh, struggled a little bit like so many veterans have done in the past. He had anger problems and forgiveness issues. Well, uh, fast forward uh, to the end of his life. He's 90 years old. He's flipping through channels one day on his TV. He comes across Dr. Charles Stanley. Wow. And here's the gospel for the first time. Here's about Jesus Christ. Here's about God who loves him. And Joe makes this 11th hour decision for Jesus Christ right at the end of his life. Wow. Those who knew him best say Joe's life definitely changed even in that late hour. And what was his life like uh, between the war and when he made that decision? Lots of ups and downs. Um, you know, struggled with PTSD. 
and struggled to hold a job and went through three marriages and sort of uh, struggled to find his place in life, even though he he had experienced this liberation from the concentration camps, from the POW camps. He um, struggled in life to find his, his direction. Now, we mentioned the Band of Brothers military series, and there was also the Pacific series. You were also part of the documentary A Company of Heroes on PBS, as well as covering the stories of several other veterans from other wars and conflicts. How was it that you got involved in sharing these incredible stories of veterans? Yeah, it was really uh, a subject matter I wasn't uh, sort of set to get involved with. And it came from my agent knew the attorney of Lieutenant Buck Compton, who was one of the original Band of Brothers. And uh, Lieutenant Compton wanted to write his memoirs. He needed a writing partner. And I happened to live just 45 minutes from him. And so uh, Buck and I became great friends. And from that initial project that happened uh, in in 2006, I ended up just doing sort of one book after another and, and spent about eight years, all told, interviewing World War II veterans. Wow. So how has that changed your view of veterans? How has that changed your view of war and all the stories that you helped tell? Uh, it, it produces in me a tremendous sense of gratefulness. When I was doing the books on, on the Band of Brothers, they survived uh, Bastogne, this wintry siege where the enemy was, was shelling them incessantly, and they didn't have enough food or ammunition, and some of the men didn't even have uh, winter clothes. They were just dressed in summer clothes. And one man I interviewed, one veteran, uh, he didn't even have boots. He wrapped his feet in burlap bags, and that's how he went to war in this in this winter condition. So talking to these men, hearing their stories, it creates in me just the sense of, wow, I have been given so much. Uh, I remember going to this car auction in December not long ago and sort of standing there, stamping my feet, going, you know what, if if the guys can survive Bastogne, I can certainly, you know, tough it out at this car auction, right? Yeah, yeah. It puts things into perspective, that's for sure. What's something you could share uh, special for Memorial Day weekend for those who are veterans and those who've had family members and loved ones that are veterans? It comes back to this point that freedom is not free. Uh, We do have to uh, continue in this direction of freedom, and it does take a, a cost. It does require a cost. And so absolutely are we thankful for veterans. They're doing the hard job. They're doing the, sometimes the, the very difficult job. And, uh, and they do that job so that we can live lives here in opportunity. And, of course, Memorial Day is for those who paid the ultimate sacrifice. And many of the people that you interviewed, of course, I'm guessing had, you mentioned PTSD and probably survivor complex as well. How did you see that impact the rest of their lives? Well, it's, it's horrific. I mean, we, we have these ordinary people, and they're, and they're put in these extraordinary circumstances, really being asked to do the, the unthinkable, yeah. or see the unthinkable, or experience the unthinkable. Um, yeah, I've had friends die of, of cancer and whatnot, and that is so, so difficult. Well, imagine uh, multiplying that out to, to losing five of your friends or seven of your friends or yeah. your whole platoon or whatever. And it does happen. Oftentimes, young adults Very uh, young. in the prime yeah. of their life. In the prime of their lives. Yeah. Well, that's what this weekend commemorates is those who did give the ultimate sacrifice. And we also think of the sacrifice of their families, parents, brothers, sisters, loved ones, spouses, that also paid an incredible price as well. And we think of you this weekend and thank you for your sacrifice as we all across North America recognize that 
Freedom is not free. Thanks, Greg. Thank you for being here this morning. We really appreciate it. It is Memorial Day weekend, like we said. And if you'd like to remember by maybe reading some stories of this incredible valor and sacrifice, you can find this and all the other books of Marcus Brotherton anywhere books are sold. Thanks for listening to A New Day on Praise 106.5. I'm Greg Otterholt.